0: ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs
1: they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Hi, welcome back to Share Care Radio, and yes, this is Dr. Daria. We all are just coming off of holidays and getting back into work, and maybe you had some family conflict over the holidays, or maybe you're dealing with new issues at work. We all have to deal with conflict every once in a while, and we hate it. And a lot of us, I often think of conflict as having a winner and a loser. But our next guest is going to say that that's not always the case, and you can actually create situations where everyone wins. So you may have seen her on TV on Charlotte Today. She's therapist Rebecca Glavin. And she's an expert in teaching her clients how to enter and navigate negotiating scenarios where everyone feels successful. So, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's great
0: to be here with you.
1: Now, I know before the break, you and I were talking about our biggest conflict are with our toddlers, but they're less (laughs) easy to reason with.
0: Yes, they are quite difficult. They're not as logical as I hope most adults are. (laughs)
1: let's hope so so I want to start off just you know in your own life tell us when was the time that you had some conflict that you used some of these techniques and they worked for you
0: oh well besides every day I would say the holidays are a big time when conflict emotions are high um, tensions high I mean the routines are changing during the holidays so I feel mm-hmm. like all of this holiday season um, was a time when I really tried to use the skills that I teach others and um, and honestly I'm no different. It's it's hard to use them myself, so I just try and remember remember what I'm supposed to do and hope that it works out. Um, mm-hmm. I would, you know, my um, we travel a lot for the holidays, so kind of negotiating how time's spent and who time's spent with and how we mm-hmm. break up time with families is really difficult because we don't live near any um, of our family members, so we're always on the road, and that um, that seems to create tension every year without fail.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Of course, because all the grand, especially with a grandbaby, everybody wants to see the baby. And that, you know, I think, I know one of the things you say for that kind of conflict is defining what outcome you want to achieve. So in terms of even, you know, the holidays and defining that, or in general, how do you, how do you, what do you mean by that?
0: I think that's really important. Um, You know, in conflict, we all think about the winners and the losers, like you started off saying. And and in order to win, I think you have to know what you want. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think there can be two winners. It just means that you each get what you want. And they're not always mutually exclusive. And I actually think that's the key to negotiation or to compromise or to any of that: is to figuring out um, how each person gets what they want while the other person can um, feel like they're succeeding and their needs are being met as well. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, um, I think the first step is taking time to reflect and really touch base with yourself to identify what is it that I want in this situation and what is it that would feel like I'm having my needs, whether it's emotional, physical, or spiritual needs met. So, you know, in my situation when we're talking about family traveling, um, you know, winning for me doesn't mean spending every moment with only my family, Um, although I would sure take it, but (laughs) truthfully, winning for me means Feeling like I'm getting quality time with the people I love. And that can Mm -hmm. come in lots of different forms, whether it's quantity or quality or number of days or hours. Um, So knowing that about myself is really important when I go into conversations with my husband and with my family members about how we're splitting up our time. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense, and something I just thought about as you were talking. Probably the best way to get a win-win is also to know what the other person, like what is their desired outcome, and understand that well. Absolutely, and
0: sometimes um, I think we have assumptions about what that is, but mm-hmm. I think the only way to really know that is to act. I mean, you spending time reflecting on what you want, and then asking the other person to kind of explain that in a way that gives them space. So not reacting when they say what they want right away and giving them time to explain and to and to really verbalize what it is that would feel good to them in terms of mm-hmm. an outcome helps you to be in a position of power because then not only do you understand what it is that would feel like winning to you, but you understand what's winning to them. And mm-hmm. then the possibilities open. So um and from that position of power you get to kind of navigate, okay, well what is this person willing to trade on? What are some alternatives to outcomes? What are some choices that we can make together to come to a, a decision that feels like a win-win?
1: Mm-hmm. I love that because every once in a while, you're right, we, if we don't ask them, we're going to assume. And you know, often in reality, if you actually ask somebody what they want, theirs is goes in parallel and works hand-in-hand with what I may want. But you have to know what you want and then just take that time to listen to them as well.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, and so it involves listening to yourself and to mm-hmm. them and really creating a space to not be emotional or re- emotionally reactive. I think that's really difficult yes. for a lot of, I mean, I'll, and personally, you know, when we're talking about spending time with my family or spending time, um, with those that I love, I'm very emotionally defensive. I immediately feel like, you know, my husband's trying to take time away or he's, mm-hmm. um, he's trying, he's not, he's trying to, um, hurt my motives and and, yes. and not let me get what i want the truth is that's really not the way he's going about it i just been making assumptions about his actions and the meaning behind his words um yeah. so trying to separate the comments from my emotions and which it takes um paying attention to what's going on in, in terms of my own emotional reactions and in terms of his
1: So that's what I wanted to get to as our next step was, you know, we talked about, you know, important to not stay emotional or to stay unemotional. And when you're in the middle of a heated conflict, how in the world do I do that? That is the (laughs) hardest thing for me, especially around family or things like that. I find that somebody says something, I am suddenly a 12 year old child stomping my feet. You're not the only one, I promise. (laughs) Um, We all get into our patterns.
0: We do. I think mindfulness is this huge buzzword Um, Mm -hmm. but to me it really means paying attention so um, the more that you are able to pay attention to the physical sensations, the emotions, the thoughts that are going on inside of your body the more that you are able to understand kind of your own reactions and your own triggers so Mm -hmm. I can tell you that there are certain things that trigger me and that um, when they happen my goal is to identify them and say okay I think I need a couple minutes or can you repeat that? Or, or even if it's after the fact and not in the moment, which is most common, it's hard to know exactly what's going on in your body and in your mind. And right then to coming mm-hmm. back and saying, you know, I made the assumption that you were, and, and I went on the defensive. So let's re let's retry this. Let's go back. Let's do this again. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, and, and how do you do that? You ask me. I think it takes practice. Like any new skill, we all have mm-hmm. to practice how we do mindfulness and how we pay attention to what's going on inside of ourselves better and what our triggers and our, and our, the factors that affect our behavior are. So, mm-hmm. um, I would say practicing that on a daily basis is really important. Checking in with yourself is important. How am I feeling? What led me to feel this way? Um, what have I done that has affected this mm-hmm. feelings and thoughts and emotions?
1: mm-hmm and that's really good because you do once you start to know what your triggers are when you hear somebody say something or do something that is one of those maybe you know okay this, this is a really hot button I have to step away and just yes. help yourself take that because you say when you respond with anger then the other person's going to just step up and often respond with anger as well and your negotiation just went out the window
0: yes absolutely I mean it becomes a dance and you can we can all identify dances or patterns of reactions and behaviors that we have I mean. I have certain patterns and dances with my husband. You know, he says one thing, I take it up a notch, he goes this Mm -hmm. direction. We both get defensive. I can tell you with colleagues or um, with, you know, different people in my life that it's happened that way. Um, And so knowing what your patterns are will help you to identify them in the moment. You become more familiar with yourself. And the only way that I think you can change that pattern and kind of redirect the flow of conversation from kind of a win-lose to a win-win is by knowing and being in touch with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So just like if if you start with anger, I'll probably match anger or defensiveness or feel the need to go on the offensive. If you start with vulnerability and say, look, I just got really hurt by that comment, or I feel like I'm not getting enough time with my family or whatever it is that you're really feeling you need more of and kind of led you to this conversation. I'm more apt to respond with vulnerability as well. And I think
1: Hmm. Mm -hmm. that's hard, but you're right. When you say this is how I'm feeling or that what you said hurt me, you're right. It may help the other person tone it down. So that's what I was going to ask. So you feel this trigger. It's something that bothers you. You start to feel yourself get emotional. Step one, if you need to, is step away. But step two is come at it instead of the point of anger, come at it from point of vulnerability. Any other tips in that heated moment? Um,
0: I think a lot of focus is put on breath, but I think taking a breath and giving yourself space. So, you know, you say space and, and I think, okay, there are different tactics. You can take a breath and that's a moment. You can say, look, I need a timeout. Can we come back to this conversation in an hour, a day? Mm-hmm. I need some time and space to process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both of those are, are great first steps. Then the, um, the coming at it from vulnerability, I think is really important. And then I think listening and which means listening to yourself, which is kind of what the breath is the goal for, and listening to the other person. Um, and, and, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking this, this might be assumed that I'm, ta- I'm hoping these strategies are used just in family situations, but I very much believe they help to be more productive at work as well. I mean, mm-hmm. we get into patterns of um, defensiveness or pride and ego at work as well. And the more that we can um, pay attention to our own feelings, whether it's we feel um, underappreciated or um, ignored or whatever the feeling is going on, um, the more that you can be aware of that, I think the more that you can advocate for yourself and really create the environment that you want. And that feels good for you in terms of a professional career.
1: Mm-hmm. You're right. All of these skills can be employed at home and at work. Now, except for how would that you do that vulnerability? I think it'd be hard to go to a coworker unless you know them very well and say, "No, I was I was hurt by that." Does that have a different flavor if it's with somebody who's a colleague?
0: Yes, I think it does have a different flavor. I'm 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 with you there. I do think that it's not necessarily like you hurt my feelings a lot, but more so um, trying. I I think you stick with the I statement. And and you say and you try and aim it so that you're not putting the other person on the defensive. So say you're a manager and you're really not pleased with one of your um direct reports work. I think you start by saying, Look, I'm having a little bit of trouble. Um I, I would really like to understand like this product. I was hoping that it would be more like this. Can you help me to understand how you got to this end result? And and mm-hmm. trying to create the space to say, like, you know, I I was hoping it'd be different. Is there a reason you went this way? Did you not have enough time? Did you forget? Um, Creating space to have an honest conversation about it. It might not be Mm -hmm. um, my feelings were hurt, but it's still I statements. It's not you did a horrible job. You're, um, you're not good enough. That's not the statement that I that I think is the most ideal to Mm
1: -hmm. start with. Really, you're coming at it from a point of curiosity. Not attacking yeah. and but not defensive or offensive, but just saying what led to this,
0: yeah. And, and I really like the way you put that curiosity about what's going on inside of you as well as what's going on inside of others. And I think that curiosity creates the space to find um, outcomes and solutions that feel good to everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the predetermined. This is the way it has to be. This is the the right way, and there's a wrong way. Leads to the more hardball approach in terms of winners and losers. Um, in mm-hmm. terms of outcomes that feel more um, less like negotiation and less positive for everyone involved.
1: That's very helpful to have that mindset when you're going into these negotiations. Now, what about just you know our physical body? How can our body language affect what we're doing?
0: Body language is. Super important. So much research has shown um, that communication, that 93% of it is nonverbal. So um, some statistics that are cited are that 55% is body language and then 38% is tone of voice. Wherever that falls, it's clearly more than 50% is body language Mm -hmm. as opposed to the actual words that are being said. Um, So being mindful of that is really important. What is your tone of voice? What is your body saying? Do you have a scowl on your face when you're saying... You did a good job um, mm-hmm. for better or worse mm-hmm. the scalp's gonna win um, yes. and so being aware of that is really important it's the same as being aware of your triggers being aware of what your body's saying you know are your arms crossed? are you hunched over and closed off or are you open to what the person's saying with kind of your shoulders back and your head up um, Do you make eye contact?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of those things are really important to, to start noticing about yourself and about others.
1: And you really do have to pay attention that you're right. Your body language is going to, you said, you know, nonverbal is 93%. I remember being in medical school and we were doing practice scenarios with mock patients. And I would say, do you have anything else bothering you? And as I asked them this, I was apparently shaking my head no. (laughs) <laughs> didn't even realize this but the the mock patients were saying you, you that impacts so much more than the actual words you were saying so really being uh, paying attention to that now what about your actual speech any specific you mentioned tone what about the tone or your words
0: um i i think it depends on who you're with so i mean i've mentioned i statements i think those are mm-hmm. really important in terms of speech um I, I would say it's kind of the level of your voice and the words you choose. I mean i, I tend to not react really well to a lot of square words or to a lot of um, you know, really demonstrative and strong words and 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 I tend to react less well to um really black and white statements and really rigid mm-hmm. thinking. It makes you know, so like this is the only way it can be done. Um, so mm-hmm. I might I think a um, lot
1: of us probably feel similarly.
0: Yeah. I mean, so I try and be more aware of that when I'm talking with other people about projects that we're working on together, whether it's work-related or at home in terms of things that I'm proposing, whether it's parenting or the way that we're interacting um, with our extended family. All of those, those aspects of speech and um, word use, can. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that I respond better to them, so I try and use those with others as well. That might not that be true sense. for everyone. Some people might not have problems with it. So so then that's good to know for themselves as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's good to, know, again, knowing your audience and what's going to resonate with the person you're negotiating with. Now, another thing yeah. you mentioned is, you know, trading when you're negotiating. What do you mean by that?
0: So I think it, it it's part of the initial phase of listening to what the other person wants, but trying mm-hmm. to spend some time thinking whether... By yourself or jointly with the other, about what you have that you can trade on. What do you What do you want? What does the other person want? And what are you comfortable giving away? So, mm-hmm. um, if you're if you identify your limits in terms of yes, I'm willing to do X, Y, and Z, but not A, B, or C, then the mm-hmm. other person might be willing to trade on that. And and by and by posing it as a trade as opposed to a win lose, I think you 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 begin to sidestep power struggles and and you begin to be more willing to come up with creative and alternative solutions. Mm So um, in terms of personal stories, I mean, I, it it was really, it's really important for me. And even with my toddler, I find this, If there are certain things like it's really important for me that she sit at the dinner table. I've been Mm -hmm. willing to let her color or read books at the dinner table Mm -hmm. while we're eating as long as she doesn't get up and leave.
1: So, um,
0: you know, I think we can trade with anyone of any age, but to her, that seems like a win-win. She's happy. She's not fighting. We're not in a power struggle of, you have to sit here. I'm going to buckle you into this chair every night, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm winning in terms of the values that I'm giving her. It's really important to me that you sit for the rest of dinner, and yes, if that means you're reading a book while I'm eating, that's okay. I feel positive about that.
1: Now, I really like that. In our last 45 seconds, you're kind of touching on boundaries, yeah right instead yeah, that knowing I th- knowing what you don't want to cross
0: and i think those are key to all of this um feelings of resentment or um, feeling taken advantage of i often tell us where our boundaries have been crossed and so mm-hmm. noticing those is really important to, to um, creating our own limits and understanding them
1: well rebecca this has been really really helpful i you had some amazing statements Especially about, you know, there's not a right way when you're talking to people and coming at it from an eye perspective and coming at it from that vulnerability and awareness for all of us. So I'm going to try to use this right now. I need to use it with my toddler. So thank you for those points. For all of our listeners, again, you can find more from Rebecca and her blog at Gavin. LavinCounseling.com. Don't forget to send us any of your questions. Remember to follow me at Dr. Daria or at ShareCare, Inc. Listen to ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. If you missed any of our segments, you can download them at ShareCare.com backslash Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.